You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, is our number two of The uh, Rob Carson Show. Here is the number. It's 800-922-6680. And I've got a lot of stuff I want to get to. Uh, certainly a little bit of the uh, Donald Trump rally last night. Uh, uh, some uh, some really funny stuff with regard to the idiots out uh, doing these pro-Hamas rallies in America, these uh, ignorant children who have no idea what's going on. And, and they're doing, uh, you know, citizen journalists are, are doing what I said we need to do. We need to humiliate, deride, uh, ridicule them. We do. We need to. We need to. When they do something stupid, like take down a picture of a kidnapped kid in in Gaza, you need to confront them. You need to make them famous, like that jackweed in uh, Northern Virginia who approached the uh, Republican uh, who was near the uh, the polls. He who started screaming. The guy who looked like the guy in uh, the Hangover with the glasses and the missing tooth looked just like that guy who was in the office. He's funny. I don't recall the actor's name right now. I'm sure many of you don't as well. But anyway, <laughs> it's time for ridicule. I think. I think ridicule is a very, 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 very powerful thing. And especially since the Democrat Party is doing so many just stupid, stupid things. I mean, not, they don't know what a woman is. They can't tell you what a woman is. It's remarkable. This is, uh, this is uh, Don Jr. talking last night about Joe Biden. And this is just, this is, the, this is beyond your normal rally. This is not your rah-rah, you know, uh, Doric columns like, like, uh, like uh, Barack Obama did in, uh, what was it, Colorado when he did the, the announcement he did with Doric columns in a big stadium, and it was all rah rah and all. But there's no real funny in it or anything. This is uh, Don Jr. with some really nice, uh, funny lines. It's never coherent, but like borderline semi-coherent. Talking about Joe Biden. In about 90 seconds, it wears off, and then I forget who I saw it somewhere. It was sort of the perfect. And Joe Biden turns into a Roomba. <laughs> And then, and then he walks around the stage like a Roomba. I think it's funny. You know why it's funny? Because there's truth in it. Because he's telling the truth. Everybody looks at Joe Biden and goes, dear God, he's the president. Are you serious? It's absolutely 100%. And that's where uh, we need to embrace joy. We need to embrace uh, ridicule. We need to do... Uh, you know, we need to do things that the left does. The left says things to deride us and make us feel, you know, whatever. It's never funny, though. You're white supremacist. You don't believe in global warming, climate change, ozone hole, murder hornets, whatever. And now we've got the facts behind it. That's what makes it even better. That's what makes it even, even better is when you can, uh, you can look at what they're doing and make fun of them and make everybody realize how lousy and stupid they are. There you go. Um, oh, yeah, here's a little uh, soundbite from uh, Donald Trump last night. And I've got something on the other side I think you're going to enjoy. Uh, Rob Schmidt had a, an interesting commentary about a group that raises a lot of money for the Democrat Party. I'm beginning to see some uh, cracks in the dam holding back the uh, information that we've not been able to say because the government called it disinformation about the 2016 election and the 2020 election and the 2022 election and all of that stuff. But here's what Donald Trump had to say about uh, our elections in this country. They're bad at policy. They're bad at everything, but they're only good at that. And they're really great at cheating in elections. But we're not going to let that happen. (laughs) They put you 
me, my family, and our country through hell. Yeah, pretty But much. in the end, they will fail and we will win because we will never stop fighting to save the America we love. I'm not hearing that kind of love with uh, Joe Biden. Didn't this happen before? I think it did, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, former President Donald Trump, the front runner for the 2024 presidential nomination, leading Joe Biden by six points. A CNN poll. <gasps> Gasp shriek. According to the poll, 41% of registered voters, he's below 50, he can't win the general. Oh, yeah, he can. Oh, yes, he can. Registered voters said they would vote for Trump, and uh, Joe Biden's at 35 uh, and, oh, it says here on this one, CNN, it says RFK's at 16%. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. Uh, as far as the uh, Republican primary field, Trump leads his closest rival, Ron DeSantis, by 44 points. So uh, among uh, Democrats and Democrat-leaning independents, 71% say they vote for Biden, okay? 59% say they definitely support him in the presidential race. But 41% said they might change their mind and go with another candidate. <laughs> So, so there's that. That's kind of uh, that's kind of interesting. And and the Democrats and, and I mentioned this in the uh, in the election on Tuesday. And yes, there were messaging problems. Yes, there were spending problems. But also, yes, there's a lot of bullcrap going on in the country. There is more money coming into uh, particularly Democrat elections from outside sources than ever in our history. And I had a delightful conversation with someone in Pennsylvania who is very, very active in the GOP. And they said that right now there is a massive money machine to harvest ballots. It's been going on forever. They literally go to these agencies, to these NGOs, and say, we're going to give you this much for every vote. And by hook or by crook, they get it. Yeah, it's really happening. Here is uh, uh, Rob Schmidt also talking about this group. It's called Act Blue. Act Blue is a massive money laundering operation. I want you to listen to what Rob had to say about it. He's done some digging, and when you hear it, you're going to go, huh. Beto O'Rourke was able to raise over $45 million on the Act Blue platform in his Senate race against Ted Cruz in Texas. And this isn't Rob Schmidt. And much of that came from outside of the state of Texas. Huh. And that's now a possibility for candidates all over the country at all levels of office. Which he says challenges one of our core assumptions about politics, that representation is based on geography. What right do people out of state or out of those districts have to not only be contributing to uh, candidates in other states and districts, but also to potentially overwhelm the voices of the voters within those very districts themselves. That is a very, very legitimate question. Yeah, and there's a good chance that that happened in places like Virginia. All right? Now here is Rob Schmidt. How many people do you know who donate to political causes thousands of times a year? Not me. Do you know anybody that does that no, on really. any side? Hmm. Thousands of donations a, a year? year? Yeah. from one person. Yeah. How many democratically run nations have you ever seen where political parties continue to win while having very little support 
for their agenda. Kind of Another example here. of Election Watch, Wisconsin voter Mike K., yes. a disabled 66-year-old, yeah. 6,800 donations for a total of $97,000. How many disabled vets at 66 donated 97000 over thousands of donations? By the way, when interviewed, Mike K. had no idea. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. It's been going on, but the mainstream media isn't picking up the story. These allegations are nothing new. Earlier this year, Senator Marco Rubio sent a letter to the FEC <laughs> citing reporting that numerous individuals, including senior citizens, have purportedly donated to Act Blue thousands of times a year. Oh, yeah. Many had no idea. Yeah. An election watch investigation revealed one woman who they dubbed Miss E has donated 25,000 times to Act Blue. <laughs> one woman. Yeah. 25,000 times to a site that's only existed since 2004, which was about 7,000 days ago. Yeah. So Miss E has donated to Act Blue three to four times every single day for the past 19 years. Other than that, to Act there is nothing to see here. And then the final piece from uh, Rob Schmidt last night on Newsmax. By the way, just real quick, sign up for Newsmax Plus if you haven't done it. All right, millions watch Newsmax for the best cable news. Now Newsmax is expanding with Newsmax Plus. You got uh, Eric Bowling, Rob Schmidt, uh, Greg Kelly, and all that. And people write me, well, why do they have to do this? Well, a couple things. Uh, there are some agreements with uh, cable that I won't get into. But also, I don't know if you know this, but the Stanford Virality Project and all the censorship that's happening, one of the places that was censored the most, Newsmax. Newsmax listed Jim Jordan mentioned the other day. We've been on constant attack and we're not under attack for you know being shut down or taken off whatever we've got leftists going after advertisers yeah it happens so we're reaching more people this way with more content and that's why we're doing it so newsmax plus costs less than a cup of coffee if you go to starbucks just sign up there. Go to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's P-L-U-S, NewsmaxPlus.com. Sign up for a free trial. Takes just minutes. All right? So go to NewsmaxPlus.com. Get a special code. You can watch Newsmax Plus on your free app with your smartphone or on your home TV set. All right? And Newsmax, like I said, you're going to hear stuff like this. Who else on television is talking about Act Blue? This, this massive money laundering project from the Democrat Party. Here's uh, another interesting thing. You know that little code on the back of your card? It's called the CVV code. It proves that you have the card in hand. It's another way to uh, identify who you are, make sure that you are who you are. Oddly enough, when you give a donation to Act Blue, that code is not needed. Also interesting to note, the Democrat Party official purveyors of oversight and regulation only have two things that they want heavily deregulated in this world. You know what those are? What's that? Voting and fundraising. Weird. Marco Rubio pointing out, uh. Act Blue does not require credit card CVV numbers as a requirement for donating, huh. thus lending itself as a facilitator of fraud. One of the only places you can use a credit card on the internet without a CVV, Act Blue's website. Yeah, if you order a pizza from Papa John's, you gotta have one. I'm serious. It's ridiculous. We had a decent uh, attorney general. They'd go after at Blue and put him out of business. Here's Jim Gossett. I am a henchman for Joe Biden. Sing it, Jim. Voter fraud is my game. Searching in the rolls for another dead guy's name. <laughs> we'll vote early and vote often. 
even dead people will vote two or three times. Oh man, who stuffed those ballot boxes? As the Democrat henchmen sing it, commit voter crime. That is misinformation. We put together the most extensive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. We'll try and steal this election. Yeah, they're trying. We won't even be fine. This is so pretty. As the judicial system <laughs> won't get off the dime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now, Donald Trump is under four indictments by four Democrat uh, uh, AGs and judges. Uh, you've also got the uh, Mar-a-Lago raid, unprecedented in American history and directed from the White House. It doesn't get any more third world than this, and it's all coming out. you got Judge Ingeron in New York, the guy who's uh, presiding over attempting to take away Donald Trump's empire because he says he made uh, Ingeron made up his own evaluations of what uh, uh, Donald Trump Trump's properties are worth saying that Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million. Yeah, it's a joke. Anyway, he is a uh, Wheatley alumnus from 1967, and he put together this Alumni Association newsletter and decided that he'd put uh, uh, naked pictures on it, a la Jim Biden and Hunter Biden covering up the Buddha Buddha, you know that? And he did. In the, in the very first issue, he put a bonus torso photo photo in the uh, the, the uh, the newsletter, and it shows, and the, the article, and this is, uh, again, Gateway Pundit, showcased a malnutritious torso presumed to be his own. This unconventional editorial choice has left many questions the appropriateness of such content on a school alumni letter. So what kind of judge, uh, you know, judge, you also got to be a good judge of character. Clearly, this guy doesn't have it. So we got that. Uh, coming up, I do want to mention um, a, a Minnesota Supreme Court justice said to uh, the people who were trying to keep Donald Trump from going on the ballot, uh, told him to take a hike. And we got that coming up. And then we're going to get into some of the absurdity of supporting Hamas uh, and, and some of these uh, children being called out and, and made fun of. It's really delightful. Uh, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. So uh, the Minnesota Supreme Court flatly rejected a bid to block Trump from uh, primary ballot after the chief justice dressed down a leftist lawyer. Eight Minnesota voters filed a lawsuit. They're leftists citing the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot. Leftist lawyer appeared before the uh, the Minnesota Supreme Court the last Thursday to argue the state has the authority to block Trump, blah, blah, blah. Here's what the judge said. Chief Justice Natalie Hudson sharply criticized the lawyer, said this is a national matter for Congress to decide. So should we do it even if we could do it and we can do it? She also argued that if states had the power to block a person from a ballot, it would create chaos. Well, no kidding. Well, no kidding. But they're doing everything. They're throwing everything at us. And that's why I'm, I'm no, in no mood to debate at all. I'm just here to fight. I'm just here to say, no, nah, not going to happen anymore. I'm done with it. You are too. 
You are too. Trump is now leading in the uh, Joe Biden in uh, men of color. It means black guys. Shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah, I know, I know. Isn't that crazy? 49% of men of color supported Trump. 46% back Biden. You want to know why? Do you want to know why? I'll show you why. Selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours. There you go. So I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. This song uh, resonates with men. Uh, a lot of women, too. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I'm going to tell you, uh, as far as uh, uh, black men uh, and white men, particularly poor white guys, we've been pretty much slapped around. Now, we all make mistakes, don't get me wrong. But honestly, uh, the Democrat Party made the, uh, the, the father figure in the black family worthless. Because of uh, the Great Society, uh, all of these idiotic government programs that destroyed the black nuclear family. And I'm hoping maybe this could be the moment where we turn these societal issues around. We turn this stuff around. This is a this is a song by Darius Rucker. I haven't done much with this song. Why don't you listen to the lyrics of this, too? That's what my daddy told me, and I'll tell my son the same. Now that I'm older, I relate, and I actually feel his pain. He never cried, he might have lied, but he did not complain. And he said, son, one day you'll have to do the same. I'll get emotional when I stop and think and I look around. The county lines of my small town. I think about all the men out there who feel like I do now, who are screaming on the inside but won't ever make I can't a sound. I don't expect you. To. It's just a beautiful song. I think a lot of uh, a lot of men are are angry, uh, are in a position where they can't do what they're capable of doing, can't provide for their families, want to do more, are sick and tired of the nonsense. A lot of women, the same thing. They're tired of the Democrat Party not acknowledging their femininity, their ability to give birth. They're destroying the kids' college careers, these girls in college careers, all of this nonsense. So does it surprise you that after decades of abuse, that men of color are finally saying to the Democrat Party, we're sick of your crap? Doesn't it? Maybe, maybe we're all discovering that the greatest thing in the world is family values that... <laughs> I've been in radio long enough. I remember when Bill Clinton laughed when George H.W. Bush said a thing called family values. They laughed at him. And now we're realizing what, the country, what happens to the country when we don't have family values. That's what I think. That's what that's that going on. I think people are looking at the Democrat Party. They're seeing the, the destruction that they have wrought on the country. They have made fun of patriotism. They've made fun of family. They've destroyed the family. They've said that uh, men can become women and women can become men. And men eventually might have uterine transplants. They're going to have babies. That's what the CDC says. And maybe men are just saying, you know what? We've been displaced. We sure as hell ain't going to be displaced by somebody who wants to uh, say that they're a man and they weren't born a man. So that's what's going on. That's why they are switching. That's why people of color are switching from the Democrat Party, because they've been trying to get water out of this well for 50 years, and they've gotten nothing out of it. 
That's what this is all about. Now, I do want to get to a bunch of other stuff, including that uh, absurdity with regard to uh, these uh, uh, Hamas protests around the country that are just astroturf. They're completely meaningless. We got that. We also got the FBI wants a new building, even though they have abused the American people, censored you and me. They want a new building. Matt Gates says, no, you're not going to get a new building. We'll get to that. And also, my friend Chris Markowski, the watchdog on Wall Street, comes up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. You know, the good news for the GOP is that even though the uh, (coughs) first and second debates were terrible, the ratings were terrible, at least I think they will have beaten one show this week on television. That's tonight's Monday Night Football game with the uh, the Bears and the uh, Panthers. Because, uh, honestly, wow. Wow, just wow. Chris Markowski, the watchdog on Wall Street, joins us on the Newsmax Hotline. How you doing, sir? Good afternoon. How are you? I'm glorious, man. Just kind of, uh, you know, looking at the news of the day and a lot of things have happened since we last talked, like, uh, I don't know, uh, a 9-11 style attack in uh, Israel and uh, and we can go on and on. But let's let's focus a little bit on uh, what's going on with the economy and whatnot. I guess they said there was a, a lukewarm kind of jobs report uh, uh, last week. We found out not only was the, uh, the number down, but also a lot of these employment numbers have been uh, revised down after every month. What do you have to say about the, uh, the latest unemployment rate uh, and, the, and the economy right now in the United States? I, I've, I've been since, well, I, I kind of believe that we are in uh, and we have been in a recession. I guess it all depends on how you go about looking at things. An official recession has to be called by these economists at uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, the MBER, usually means two quarters of negative economic growth. But are we really seeing true economic growth or are we just seeing more government spending? Yes. Uh, that, that to me is not, that's not real. That's, that's nonsense. It's a fugazi. It's a sugar high. Um, I'm not buying into that. As far as the jobs number was concerned, was said 150,000 jobs in October, 51,000 of them were people that uh, don't build anything or create anything. They were government workers. Yeah. So we got that. <laughs> not to mention the fact there was a caveat in the jobs numbers that said that the economy was booming and small businesses were hiring, which gave it over a plus 400,000. So you really want to take a look at it. It was probably negative numbers. And you're right. Every every uh, month, uh, the revisions have been downward for the past eight, we're at eight months, not not to the upside. Yeah, you know why I know the economy sucks? Because I'm not stupid, Chris, and, and you aren't stupid as well. You've also got this explosive third quarter growth was partly fueled by a, a large increase in credit card balances, meaning that the American people don't have any money, so they're putting it on credit cards. Credit card rates are going through the ceiling. I heard that some of these uh, these store cards are breaching 30%, which is like getting everything you buy from Rent-A-Center. Uh, what do you have to say about the credit crisis in this country? Well, again, we got record credit card debt, uh, $1.08 trillion at this point in time. And and you're right, you know, part of the reason why they keep saying the economy is growing or retail sales are holding up and the consumer is holding up is because they're spending more on items they already have. 
But if you actually look inside the companies and these reports, and I listen to these, the CEOs of these companies, uh, they're, they're saying, listen, no, they're, they're pulling back. Even at Target, they're, you know, the CEO is saying, hey, listen, people are even pulling back on their groceries at this point in time. So the idea out there that the economy is booming or is on some sort of upswing is patently absurd. And you're right. I tell people all the time, I said, shut off all of these wizard of smarts and people will tell you what to think and think for yourself. You can be your own do-it-yourself economist by just observing Democrat Party has one arrow in their quiver, and that is New Deal uh, spending. That's it. Everything they do is Rooseveltian. Uh, uh, Joe Biden the other day goes to uh, Amtrak, tells the same story about the Amtrak conductor twice, by the way, and and says that the big jobs thing is going to be $16 billion to Amtrak, the I-95 corridor. Now, it is a big deal to people who ride the I-95 corridor, mostly politicians uh, you know, and whatnot, but as far as the rest of the country, $16 billion on Amtrak is a joke. But this is what he's doing. He's, he's doing public works projects, which creates work, not jobs. Work, not jobs. What do you think about the announcement of another $16,000 million for a, uh, a company that's bleeding more money than the post office? And, and it'll, still, it'll still go about half the speed uh, as the <laughs> yes. trains do in Europe yes. or over in Japan. I mean, they can't. The way that the Northeast Corridor is set up, I mean, what, you're gonna, the amount of if they actually wanted to have it like at any like modern type of train, like they're like they're running in some of these places, you'd have to buy up so much property. It would be impossible. You, you want to see it done the right way. You look to Florida where they put this, this Sunrail train system in with private money. Uh, they, they said, okay, we can make this work from Miami to Orlando. And they set up a system and you know what? It, it, they didn't have to take government money. It was, it was no. private funded. And that's what it should be. And do I think they need rail? Yes, in the Northeast Quarter. Yeah, obviously there's a lot of there's a grand population there. But if you're going to do that, do we really need a train going from New Orleans to uh, Los Angeles? (laughs) I mean, we we subsidize you know various different corridors for political reasons that have no reason to exist anymore. Exactly. and, and, you know, and you look at, uh, like, countries like France, you, which is the size of Texas. You look at, uh, you know, Germany, which is, you know, uh, smaller than that. Uh, you know, sure, the Grand Vitesse and all that, or Japan. Japan is a small island compared to uh, the United States of America. We're never going to high, have high-speed rail across the country when you can get a plane there, you know, at, at one-tenth the, uh, the time. Uh, you're, you know, it, trains are really good in the United States for seeing mountains, but they aren't very good for getting you from L.A. to Seattle. You know, and it's, it's just never going to be that way. Uh, also, hey, let me ask you about this because I'm curious. Um, EV manufacturers are canceling major products. Ford Motor Company, GM, canceling the EV dream of the federal government. I've said it was a joke from the beginning. Well, I finally figured out the reason why I sold cars for three years is because I've learned a hell of a lot about the car business and EVs and what a joke they are. Um, and hybrid is the way to go. Toyota is investing in hybrids because hybrids are awesome. What do you think about this this uh, Green New Deal face plan? Wind, windmill companies going out of business, canceling projects offshore and whatnot, sold deals going to hell what do you think about the the new green deal and all the money that's been spent on it and what's going to happen now it's one big fat awful see i told you so i, I like you <laughs> yes, yes. it could could be I, it was actually a story i think it was a heritage i don't know who put it out it was talking about how firefighters uh the, the way you put out a fire on an ev you don't you just let the yeah. thing burn out for crying out loud that's how dangerous <laughs> where's ralph nader when you need him for crying out yes. loud? Where was he? but yeah, you're spot on. I, I said Toyota had it right all along with the hybrids. I actually, 
I, I got one of those when I was on vacation, and it was great. It was great. You don't have to worry. No range anxiety. You know, get your man about 40, 50 miles on, on the charge, and then the gas engine kicks in. If they actually were really concerned uh, about doing something, that would have been the direction they went in. But, no, they decided to subsidize this to the tune of billions and billions of dollars. It was actually a report that was just put out. as one of the Texas Public Policy Institutes, the Heritage Foundation, put it out. The actual cost to actually to fill up, they, they say, oh, it's, a, it's the equivalent of $1.20 a gallon in gasoline for filling up, a, well, a charging a car. No, that's wrong. If you consider the subsidies, it's $17. Chip in for chargers and all of the things that go along with it. Again, it's um, again, it's socialism for rich people. Those things. Well, you know, it's like the uh, in the Soviet Union, they decided they would uh, have a people's car like the Volkswagen, which was Hitler's car. And, you know, I'll say you drive Volkswagens now because they're a private company. They've done a pretty good job in the Soviet Union. That the Trabant, which is a massive piece of crap, like even worse than the Yugo. And and I don't know what it is about dictatorial uh, regimes, but they want to control, obviously want to control movement, which controls everything. And and this, the, the entire uh, green energy thing is built on a house of life. Chris, I don't know if you knew this. You know the first car was electric, right? The first car was, Jay Leno has one. It was before the, ni- the, 19, the year 1900. It was before. And you know why it, it didn't work? It wasn't because of big oil. It's because they suck. <laughs> they're, 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 they're terrible. The amount of energy that it takes, uh, you know, to to actually to, to charge up a battery compared to the amount of energy that's actually contained and and fossil fuels and gasoline, you can't compare uh, with that. So it's it's just not an efficient way uh, of you know utilizing a car. It's just not. I mean, it, it's it's much much better to obviously go the uh, the petroleum. I love the hybrid idea. I think it's fantastic. Um, but again, if we were any, anywhere near serious when it comes to the you know, net zero and climate nonsense that they keep pushing there, you'd be, we would have gone nuclear a long time ago and been oh, yes. with that. You know, well, I just want... I just want the uh, the end of uh, of uh, Back to the Future. I want to throw some garbage, banana peels, chicken bones, and a Coke can in my back of my DeLorean and fly away. That's what I want. That's the technology. I will get off fossil fuels when they can figure that out. Okay, when they can figure that out. Chris, hey, go ahead. In what? essence, we've been powering our entire Navy that way for a very long time, and it seems to work pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. You don't have to stop and fill up or wait, uh, you know, four hours to to recharge. Did you hear that Revel is pulling its three thousand strong fleet of rideshare mopeds off the streets in New York City and San Francisco because nobody's riding them? And then also, you've seen these uh, these electric scooters all over the place. Uh, you know, have you ever gotten on one of those electric scooters, Chris? Have you ever just you know, I'm going to put the credit card in and, and use one of those in New York City. Uh, no, I'll file that under rather stick a hot poker in my eye, quite frankly. I, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> well, here's what a lot of it is. I think people are getting on a scooter after a night of being at the bars and wiping out. That's what, <laughs> that's what, you know, give somebody an electric vehicle when they've been drinking. That's a really brilliant move on top of everything else. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it's well, great, great, great for tourists that have to actually deal with New York City cab drivers. Good luck with that. See how that works out for <laughs> Exactly. Let me ask you, Chris, about, uh, you know, you've got kids about my kid's age. I think your kids are still in school. My daughter is in uh, in, high, in college as a freshman. My son has graduated. Uh, but in the last uh, few weeks, we've seen the, the, uh, what, the, what the American university system has done to our children as far as brainwashing them. And I've said that you, have, you should have no expectation that when you send your kid off to school, they should come back as a, a Marxist, America-hating, family-hating person. But it's worse than that now because a lot of these kids are literally 
literally preaching Nazism taught to them by their university professors and bringing it to the street after the uh, the terrorist attack on uh, on Israel by Gaza. What do you think about uh, what we need to do in America to the higher education system? Well, I, again, you know, parents, you're paying for this. You don't have to send them to those places. Um, I've got two kids in college right now. I've got one on the way, and no problems like that at all at the schools that, that they're going to. Um, there are, believe it or not, uh, yet some conservative options out there, and they're phenomenal schools. So you, you don't have to send your kids to that. And, you know, really quickly, if I was involved with anything like that, I'm going to say, you know what, uh, I'm not paying. You can move, you can go somewhere else. Uh, it's just not worth it. Um, yeah, and again, yeah. that's up to the parents. We're the ones paying the bills, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Now, one thing I've noticed, uh, you'll, you'll see Christmas uh, popping up a lot sooner. I was at Kohl's three weeks ago, literally three weeks ago, they're playing Christmas music. I believe this is a reflection of the, the really weak economy. And right now, uh, the, the economy, you know as well as I do, uh, is based on this quarter. And this quarter is based on Christmas. That's just it. Do you think that they're doing it earlier because they're clawing and scratching every penny they can get to get to January and through the fourth quarter? I think maybe there might be a part of it. I can tell you right now that the, the hires at the retail outlets are, are way down. They're not hiring as many people. Um, they're, they're giving a lot of caution, uh, the outlook uh, for this quarter. So that's kind of you know priced into things at this point in time. I don't think people are really expecting uh, much because of, of what's currently going on. So, yeah, maybe they're starting a little bit early. But, again, if they started earlier, does um, am I going to buy any more? Uh, yeah. Probably not. Uh, yeah. And it just kind of gets silly after a while. Yeah, let me ask you finally, uh, the GOP debate last night, uh, I think that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy must have uh, gotten the memo as far as how pissed off the American people are with regard to the GOP. Uh, what did you think of, uh, of uh, the fireworks last night during the debate? I, you know, I, I, I probably just have looked at the debate and said, eh, but this was kind of interesting after Tuesday night and what happened. What did you think about the, uh, the uh, GOP debate last night, what was said? Actually, I, I, I thought it was the most substantive of the three by far. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I thought that uh, you got a lot of information of the candidates on, on the topics. I think, you know, made a bit of a sideshow was the whole Nikki Haley and uh, Vivek uh, yeah. back and forth. But, you know, I, we know where they stand when it comes to foreign policy. You know where they stand when it comes to uh, entitlements and entitlement reform, because that's a big one for me in the business that I'm in. Because, again, we're, we're basically out of money as a country, people. I don't know if you've realized this. When, when you're getting pushback from both Republicans and Democrats in regards to spending more money on the military and sending more money overseas, you know there's a problem. You know, we're spending over a trillion dollars a year on interest this year. Um, so we're out of money at this point in time. And it was, you know, great to see that, that starting to be addressed. So I was happy to see that. And again, I think that, you know, may kind of put themselves in a different camps. Uh, wherever it may be. But I, I was glad to get some information out of this time. It wasn't as much, you know, silly nonsense from that one, that last debate. Oh, my God. I couldn't even <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, listen, Chris, I appreciate you uh, you joining me on the show today. Make sure, guys, to go to uh, watchdogonwallstreet.com, watchdogonwallstreet.com. As always, great to uh, talk to you, my brother. Have a glorious weekend, okay? You got it. Have a good one. Thank you. All right, there you go. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Chris Markowski. Let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Coming up next hour, we're going to get into the uh, federal government. 
The FBI wants a new building. The other day I talked about how many buildings were empty that the federal government owns. Well, apparently they've closed some down, so I think you ought to just uh, put the FBI on one of those. I'm absolutely serious, so that's coming up. Also, also a trans athlete uh, <laughs> says that uh, her testicles make her more of a woman. I wish I were kidding. But uh, you see, I'm not. This is Dr. Peter McAuliffe. He was one of the people who were most censored by the federal government. We now know the federal government was censoring everything that countered the government's position on everything. The hospitals have had drug shortage after drug shortage. And, and you know, the, the perpetrators are actually what's called GPOs, or group purchasing organizations. They're uh-huh. the ones, they have a legalopoly, and they have a control over the supply chain. Huh. So they uh, basically can force small suppliers out of the market. Many times China steps in. Uh Uh, Our drug supply is not secure at all. And I think our authorities, instead of restricting uh, choices to Americans, ought to be working on securing our drug supply. There you go. Now, that is just an interview with Dr. Peter McAuliffe the other day. He was just talking on a podcast. But it relates to the company that he created, the wellness company. Now, the wellness company, what you just heard there, is, is right now there are a lot of people in the middle of your ability to get medicine. And so, consequently, there are a lot of people who could stop you from getting that medicine, time of crisis or whatever. That's why they've created this wonderful emergency medical kit. I've got one right here in the studio with me. It's got everything you're going to need in case there's an emergency so you won't be left in the dark. Ivermectin, Z-Pak, amoxicillin, among other things. Got strep throat? You'll have some amoxicillin there. Got Z-Pak? You know, a number of different things there. A number of life-saving medications that are designed around you and your needs. They'll ask you a question about your allergies, uh, what medicines you're on right now. And they will put together an emergency kit of antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics, so you got them. Keep your family safe, no matter what the world throws at us. Here is the website if you want to do it. Do it today or do it this weekend, okay? Write this down. Use my name, Carson, 10%. You're going to save 10%, all right? So what you need to do is go to twc.health slash Carson, TWC Health. Oops, sorry, twc.health slash Carson. There you go, twc.health slash Carson. That's their website. Order today. Again, it's twc.health health slash Carson. Promo code Carson is going to save you 10%. I was talking about uh, your kids sending them off to school and getting brainwashed. I did this a couple years ago with my kids. This holiday season, the Hallmark Channel has a special presentation. Our kids' first Christmas back from college. And thank you for all of our blessings. Amen. Amen. Excuse me. Why isn't it a women? Honey, this has nothing to do with sex. What a typically male, cisgendered thing to say. Wait, 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 I'm a what? I'll bet Native Americans aren't thankful for this. (laughs) While you've been working to pay for your kid's college, radical professors have been working on turning your kid into a raging, politically correct activist. Isn't our tree pretty in the presence? Yeah, it's a shrine to our capitalist consumer culture. (laughs) While they should be learning skills for their careers, your kids are really learning to be community organizers. Hi, kids. Dad's home after a long, hard day at work. Cross your legs, Dad. Your white privilege is showing. (laughs) What the hell happened to you? Our kids' first Christmas back from college. Some turkey for you, dear? Yeah, right, with a side of animal cruelty. 
our kids' first Christmas back from college. <laughs> this Christmas on... Hey, not everyone celebrates Christmas. Oh, yeah, sorry. This non-denominational, cruelty-free, non-binary holiday season on the Hallmark Channel. Featuring my entire family. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Is the Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, is hour number three of the Rob Carson Show, and we have so much to get to, so little time, and I'm going to tell you right now, you better strap in because uh, there's some really good stuff this hour. Really, 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 really good stuff this hour. Uh, the number is 800-922-6680. Just got approval on the TV show for uh, my TV show. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World? On Newsmax, and uh, this weekend's show is off the hook. It is, you will do a spit take. You will do a spit take. It runs uh, 8.30 Eastern on uh, Saturday night on Newsmax, again on 11 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, Monday morning. And it is, uh, it is, I'm very proud of it. I'm very, very proud of it. It is uh, making fun of the left, pointing out the absurdity of it, making a point with comedy, which is very, very important. And there's a reason why Donald Trump says I'm the funniest guy on TV. So uh, if you get a chance to check it out, just go to Newsmax.com or NewsmaxTV.com for the listings. You could also get that Newsmax Plus membership that we've been talking about, NewsmaxPLUS.com, if you want to get signed up. But it is, <laughs> I'm really proud of it. If you want to see the archive of the shows, get a, new plus, uh, a Newsmax Plus membership, and you can just go down and, and watch all the archive. And you can see my head getting smaller, because I was really fat like three years ago when I started it. I looked like a... I look like, uh, what's his name, the governor of, uh, of Illinois. What's his name? Turdball or something. I, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. I look at my head back. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? <clears throat> By the way, I've only got about another 18 pounds to go. 18 pounds to go. Uh, I'm about 240. I know, I know. It's hard to believe I'm 240. I was like 290. So now I'm 240, uh, going to the gym today, feeling really good. Uh, the neuropathy in my feet is fading. That's amazing. I, you know, it sounds really weird. That's what happens when you're fat and you drink a lot of times. So hopefully going to serve as an example to you. I won't do any uh, shirtless pics like the judge in the uh, Donald Trump trial in New York for, you know, what's his name? Or Ingeron, Ingeron, whatever. <laughs> he looks like the crypt keeper if he took his, his shirt off. So anyway, uh, it's going well. It's going well. And, uh, and I want to get a head start on the holiday season because, you know, you eat a lot of crap around the holiday season. Hillary Clinton is an awful, awful, wretched, awful, awful woman who's never given anyone anything. She's always been self-serving. I know this. I I started writing comedy for Rush Limbaugh 30 years ago, and, and I followed the Clintons through their absolute corruption. Hill, uh, Bill Clinton was banging uh, as, as many women as he could find, uh, some of them not, you know, not against their will, uh, and, then, and then Hillary Clinton was hustling. She was getting money, uh, cattle, trading cattle futures and doing all this, and then when she got into like, becoming the Secretary of State, that's when they started making billions, or millions, I should say hundreds of millions. So she is an awful person who's never done anything. She's always, uh, she's always. Uh, I mean, would you want to? Would you ever want to have dinner with Hillary Clinton? No, I don't know. She's awful. She's got an awful marriage. She's got an awful family. She's an awful person. But she was on the uh, what's the name of that show? It's the Harpies from Hell show. No, God darn it, I did it again. <clears throat> It's The View. I always say that because they sound so alike. And you do, too. I know what you do. When you think of the, 
the the view, you automatically go the harpies from hell show. See what I mean? See you see what I do there? It's like ugh, I catch myself. Here is Hillary Clinton yesterday. Now Hillary Clinton is uh, saying that Donald Trump is like Hitler. Okay, Democrats have been doing this forever. Uh, you know, with with uh, George H. W. Bush, George Bush, da, 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 everybody's Hitler, but them. But but this is the first time in our history where the Democrat Party is really doing Nazi-like stuff. And if you don't believe me, I called January the sixth a Reichstag moment for the Democrat Party because it was <laughs> it was a setup. It was a setup. Uh, there's a myriad reasons why. Trump supporters never are violent at their rallies. They never wear uh, flag helmets or flag, flag helmets and and uh, and bring grappling hooks and break stuff and all that. And then the next day after January the sixth, January the seventh, the media said there was a hundred million dollars worth of damage inside that building. We find out after they withheld all of the video, the people who stayed within the velvet ropes in the rotunda treated the uh, the Capitol uh, with a great deal of dignity. Uh, they did some stupid crap, a few people, you know, but they didn't kill anybody, uh, unlike the Capitol Police who killed two people, including Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, beaten to death. But uh, this will all come out. Oh, and then they took Roseanne Boylan's body and they cremated it before anybody saw the autopsy. So there's that. <clears throat> so there's that. I call that a Reichstag moment. Summer of 2020. All of the buildings burned, all of the businesses burned, all of the people murdered, all of the marching, all of the censorship. That was Kristallnacht. Also, when Donald Trump was inaugurated that day, businesses in Washington, D.C. vandalized, cars burned. There you go. There you go. And then massive, massive state-sponsored censorship. And then, are you ready for this? The Democrat Party siding with Hamas, the enemy of the Jews. That sounds kind of Nazi-esque to me. But as usual, the Democrat Party, what they do is they project. They try to distract by saying that you are the party that's doing it when they know damned well they are the problem. People would get legitimately elected, Mm -hmm. and then they would try to do away with elections and do away with opposition and do away with... What are you trying to do now? The Democrat Party is trying to make Joe Biden the candidate, excluding every one. And they are trying to put Donald Trump in jail or take him off the ballot. A free press. And you could see... Uh, you censored conservative speech exclusively the last three years. ...in countries where, well, Hitler was duly elected, That's right? right? Yeah. And so... All of a sudden, Listen to the harpies. I mean, the view cast members. Somebody with those tendencies, though, dictatorial, authoritarian tendencies would be like, oh, OK, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people. Really, they, uh, shut down uh, your churches, your businesses, your schools, indoctrinate the children when they are in schools. When jail and, and they didn't usually. January 6th prisoners stuck in jail a thousand days without a trial. Telegraph that. Trump is telling us yes. what he intends to right. do. Wow, this woman, honestly, uh, wow. When you rolled out of bed with Satan this morning, did you give him a kiss goodbye? Here's totalitarianism. This is what uh, Hitler did to his opposition. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. The MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. You and 81 million Americans voted to save our democracy. Donald Trump isn't just a former president. 
He is a defeated former president. Wow, he almost sounded lucid. He almost sounded lucid. And then there's, of course, the Democrat Party. Yeah, just like the, uh, you know, Germany in 1939. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they've been doing. They're trying to demonize us. They, uh, Joe Biden stood in front of Independence Hall. They bathed it in communist red called us MAGA fascists and enemies of democracy. That's what Hitler did to his enemies. And I'm frickin' done with it. I'm done with it. I'm not going to be called a Nazi. Screw you. Screw you, you freaking... Oh. She's calling you a Nazi. Even if you're black, even if you're Cuban, even if you're whatever. She's calling you a Nazi. You wretched, wretched, awful woman. Dear God in heaven, just fade into the past. And here she is lying after she she uh, literally spent millions of dollars to come up with a, a dossier lying about Donald Trump. The FBI picked it up and ran with it. They used it to try to throw the election. They used it. The Russia collusion. It was a hoax. They all went along with it. Barack Obama knew it. And here she is saying, hey, I tried to support Trump, but he just wouldn't take it. What? in your view, would happen if he were to be reelected? Oh, I can't even, I can't even think that because I think it would be the end of our country as we know it. Wow. And I don't say that lightly. You know, I hated losing. Did she put, uh, what is it, uh, uh, those witchy ingredients like uh, Eye of Newt in her coffee in the morning? And I especially hated losing to him because I had seen so many warning signals during yes. the campaign. But I you know, like promising to make America great again. immediately said, look, we have to give him a chance. We've got to support, you know, the president we have. And I meant it. You never did. And I you didn't even concede defeat. Tried really hard. And then literally from his inauguration on, it was nothing but, you know, accusing people of things. On his inauguration day, there were thousands of leftists and celebrities like Madonna and women wearing pink P-word hats uh, screaming they wanted to burn down the White House. Honestly, I'm so bleeping done with you so bleeping done with you i'm really really tired of it and i'm not going to be called a nazi do we still have randall in pacific grove is he there would he like to talk on the radio right now randall welcome to the rob carson show what's on your mind today yeah i'm 67 years old and i learned a while back to look for the silver lining and getting old anyway uh so i'm calling about vicki haley uh the warmonger. I'm pretty convinced that she is really adamant about having wars with as many uh, countries as possible because she wants the draft to happen. She knows that men these days are in danger of getting drafted, and she wants to have this happen so that the same thing happened that happened in the Great Society under LBJ, is have all these guys uh, 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 drafted and ruined and destroyed again so the feminists could start another quantum leap of onslaught on our country. She's a neocon, and I'm getting tired of people confusing these soccer mom neocons with 
with male conservatives. There's no comparison. The feminists on the right are just as bad as, as they are on the left. Yeah. Randall, I, I do uh, agree with you to some degree. Uh, obviously, Vivek Ramaswamy called her Dick Cheney in high heels. I don't think that's far off. Uh, and and she, balance. I believe... <clears throat> we need I know, balance. I know. What do you mean? We need somebody who's balanced and, and, and ready to get this country fixed instead of getting involved further and further out of the country like, we, like, we, like this country always has. Didn't, didn't we have a president about three years ago who did that? Well, we gotta have him back. But I agree. Thank you very much. With, uh, I agree with uh, Swami guy. I agree with him. Uh, Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. We need, yeah. we need Trump back. We need Trump back. Really do. All right, brother Randall. I appreciate the phone call. You know, we, you know. I think I think that Donald Trump. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I I was down with the uh, the Iraq War. I was. I was like, why, why do we? Why are we originally like? Why are we going to Iraq? I don't understand. The, this the terrorist is in Afghanistan. Why would it? You know, I didn't. I didn't question when George Bush, uh, uh, you know, had a, my my generation, Gen X. We're the first generation to go to the Middle East uh, with uh, Operation Desert Storm. That was when uh, George H. W. Bush. I was 25 years old when that happened. And then, uh, and then uh, the Twin Towers came down, and George Bush decided to go after Saddam Hussein. Why? Why? I was down with it. I'm not down with it anymore. I'm done with this military-industrial bullcrap. We've lost a lot of people and had people come home profoundly injured. And then, and then, on top of everything, you've got people walking around without legs and arms and eyes for the rest of their lives or with PTSD that's so severe they, they struggle every day or just kill themselves. And then what happens? <laughs> the President of the United States pulls us out of Afghanistan and returns us to September the 10th. That was the worst. September the 10th, 2001. Sickening. Absolutely, thoroughly sickening. I'm done with this. Done with the wars, done with all this. My generation has suffered greatly through two major conflicts. Uh, Jen, uh, uh, you, you guys, you boomers, you as well, you guys and millennials, you, you guys came in, you said, after September the 11th, said, I'm going to sign up. Young men quitting school, quitting school to go fight. Carl Higby on Newsmax, he signed up after 9-11. He came back with PTSD. He goes, he's got physical injuries and you never let it, you never let that, he'd never let it uh, out. He'd never share it. I think we're done with it. And honestly, and, 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 and that's the vibe I get from Nikki Haley. That not only that, but also that she's the old school GOP that we're leaving in the, in the rearview mirror of the party. Let's take a break and come back. I've got some uh, great audio from uh, John Kennedy and Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, we've also got some, uh, oh, oh, we're going to get to that uh, Rand Paul and the FBI. They want a new building. Uh, that's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. get a chance to check out the uh, podcast of the radio show uh, just go to newsmax.com slash listen we put it up every day i thought yesterday's monologue was great i think you know, today's show has been just a lot of fun a lot of information even my producer ken who is redneck macgyver uh, he said man dude i'm learning a lot today it's really great this one banging show dude 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 he doesn't use dude that often, but, you know, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Uh, yesterday, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who hopefully will uh, be impeached so he can go back to finding the precious, uh, or that or his uh, his position on the Cathedral of Notre Dame as a uh, gargoyle, because he's, uh, he's either Gollum or gargoyle. I haven't figured out yet. And he's a worthless uh, statist who's opened the border. He also presided over the DHS uh, and their disinformation governance board. He was the man uh, involved. 
involved in censoring freedom of speech. And as far as I'm concerned, the little B word needs to go to uh, Guantanamo the rest of his life. Here is uh, Senator John Kennedy talking to Alejandro yesterday about our open border. With respect, Mr. Secretary, to quote a public official in my state, it takes you an hour and a half to watch 60 Minutes. <laughs> and you try to filibuster us and yeah, use does. up our time. Never answers the question. And the first thing that President Biden did, and you did, when you, uh, when, when you, when you took office was abolish our safe third country policies. What percentage of the illegal immigrants who came across the southern border were not from Mexico? Do you know? Uh, Senator, I know that um, third country nationals has been uh, on the increase, the number of encounters. What percentage? I can certainly. certainly, You don't know, do you? Okay. It's 71 percent. Why doesn't the DHS secretary know that number? He never knows a damned thing. Well, MTG's had enough. Now, you may recall that she introduced a censorship uh, measure last week for Rashida Tlaib. And then it actually worked this time. She's already introduced uh, uh, articles of impeachment for this man, and she did it again yesterday. Let's hope the second time is a charm. Impeaching Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, for high crimes and misdemeanors. Yay. Resolve that Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, is impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors, and that the following articles of impeachment be exhibited to the United States Senate. Articles of impeachment exhibited by the House of Representatives of the United States of America in the name of itself and of the people of the United States of America against Alejandro Nicholas Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, in maintenance and support of its impeachment against him for high crimes and misdemeanors. Boom. Boom. The man is destroying the country. You guys in the military, you know what an unfettered invasion looks like, and that's what happens. That's what's happening right now. And your gut has always been right on this. If you've been concerned about it, your gut has always been right about it. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to sit here and wait for another terrorist attack to happen because it is imminent. It is imminent in our country. And people like this little jerkweed need to be booted out of office and thrown in jail. That's what I think. Oh, by the way, the uh, NBC News moderators didn't ask a single question about the border until 90 minutes in last night. Did you know that? They talked about the Middle East, Ukraine, Venezuela, China, Taiwan, all that stuff. Then Hugh Hewitt uh, asked a question related to the southern border, although it wasn't focused on the fentanyl crisis. Rather, it, it was focused on the, uh, the fentanyl crisis rather than the unprecedented illegal immigration. So they spent an hour and a half talking about gl- climate change. Who gives a crap? It's bulk. It's a lie, anyway. Gun control. Who cares? Abortion rights. Sure, we got it. We got to have that moment. And by the way, uh, the we we did have a, a come to Jesus moment on abortion. We got rid of Roe v. Wade. We sent it to the states. Ohio just decided to do something stupid and just make it unfettered. But that's the way it works. That way, if you don't want to live in that state, you can move to another state. That is being a Republican. All right. That's it. That's the way it works. All right. I, I, you know, I don't agree with it, but that's Ohio. They did it. But they didn't ask a thing about the border until 90 minutes in. Meantime, the border is wide open. This is why people aren't watching the GOP debates on places like NBC. Next month, it's going to be, who the hell knows, might be on MSNBC. Could be the Home Shopping Network, for all I know. Last hour of the half hour of the Rob Carson Show coming up. That uh, Stick around.
<laughs> this is not an EV. And it never will be! <laughs> I will have that in the earphones today as I earbuds, I should say, at the gym. So one of my favorite bands, uh, Godsmack. Um, so, you know, sooner or later, the, uh, the snowflake generation, we're going to be shown in all their glory. We've seen them in the last week, uh, doing these idiotic, uh, pro Hamas protests, uh, doing stupid things like, uh, you know, queers for Gaza, you know, not knowing that hey, if you're gay and you're in Gaza, you get murdered because they hate you. But, you know, they're stupid, ignorant little children. And uh, they're the kind of people that uh, despotic regimes have used for for decades to uh, carry their water because uh, they are easily fooled, easily fooled. Um, this a hilarious, hilarious uh, police stop. I saw this recorder. The Daily Caller put it up. It was a police officer pulling a, uh, a, a snowflake over uh, somebody probably around 20 years old or maybe 25 who clearly has been taught in school to be a victim all right she's a white woman all right but uh, when you're a white woman you're not special when you're a white man it's even worse so you got to suddenly become trans or something like that that's what's going on it's called social contagion that's why they're targeting teenage girls with this this uh, not this transgendered nonsense by the way and by the way i've got a very good friend whose daughter was going through that she was going she changed her name she changed her name and one day, after all of these struggles and everything, she sat down and asked her dad and mom, she says, I'm never going to be a, a boy, am I? She, they said, no. You're, you're, you're never going to be the opposite sex. And she started to come back to reality. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, before I set this up, this is a comedian, Dan Soder, talking about uh, the snowflake generation and defending our country. This is the generation that's going to have to defend us against China. <laughs> Do you feel safe? No. Feel safe knowing that? No. We're going to have a whole army that's like, I would storm the beach, but I have a shellfish allergy. <laughs> feel comfortable knowing that? No. In 20 years, an entire military that can get wiped out with a bag of gluten? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to beat superpower China. No. They do calisthenics. Mm-hmm. Every morning. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like we're, we're treating them soft. We're, we're, we're treating them too soft. Like, I went to my cousin's son's soccer game yeah. a month ago, mm-hmm. and I was there for a half hour. Finally, I asked one of the parents, I go, hey, excuse me, uh, what's the score? And she looked up from her iPhone, all proud of herself. She's like, um, we stopped doing that. <laughs> you stopped doing what? We stopped keeping score. It's bad for their confidence. <laughs> F- you, lady. <laughs> I got money on this game. There you go. <laughs> and any good dad would have some money on the game. I'm just kidding. But, you know, uh, he makes a brilliant point. I, I love it. And, and conservative comedy is on the ascension, by the way. You know why? Because there's truth involved. This is the, I've got this in four parts. Uh, it is uh, Daily Caller, a snowflake millennial, or no, Gen Z, being pulled over by the police for DUI. Driving on the wrong side of the road. Here we go. What's going on? Nothing. Why are you driving in the wrong way of traffic? No, I just got changed around. I just moved here like two months ago. Okay. I just got changed around. Okay. Do you understand what's going on, though? Yes. You're going in oncoming yes. traffic. I know. Yeah, you're and drunk. I just decided that it was better just to turn around really 
Okay. But I'm sorry. I just have like really bad social anxiety and oh, stuff. Oh boy. I get you. Oh I don't boy. Step out whenever you're asking for stuff. Okay. Well, we're past that. Just go ahead and step yeah, out. Yeah, we're past it. Get out of the car. She didn't want to get out of the car because she has social anxiety. Listen to what she whips out when she gets out of the car. For stuff. Okay. Well, we're past that. Just go ahead and step out. As an indigenous person. I'm an indigenous person. I'm an indigenous person. Right back here, please. Who cares? Miss Perry? Am I well, I'm non-binary, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm non-binary. He says, Miss Perry, I'm non-binary. What do you go by? <laughs> Kai. How can I refer to you tonight? Kai? Kai. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm smelling alcohol. I know. How much have you consumed tonight? Like, probably through drink. I need to run you through some tests right now. Stand facing me, please. But I just want you to know that I also have very bad social anxiety. <laughs> you and me both. Any recent head trauma, traumatic brain injuries, anything I need to know about? Um, no, just if you consider her education. Mental, yes. Focus on my finger, please. I am. You're just, like, trying to intimidate me. You're just in trying to intimidate me. She's trying the same crap that she gets away with on college. And if that were just a white student man conservative she'd get away with it because of a bunch of little phony friends would gather around her and support her but she's standing in front of an officer of the law who sees through this nonsense i love this it's so good oh you don't even know how good this is going to get here's a little bit more of the uh, of the arrest this is the test as you know as an indigenous person and there's a bunch of going around i'm sorry but see that she's normally just a white girl you know, and, and in, the, in the world of academia, that means nothing. It's not going to get anything. You got to be a lesbian. You got to be an amputee. You got to be transgendered and all that stuff. She tried all of that crap on this cop. And it works on campus. Doesn't work here. It's for me to be on my toes. I get you. Can you remember that I told you that? I'm non binary. Yeah, I'll try my hardest. I'll refer to you as Kai, right? Yes. Perfect. I need to know if you have any injuries or anything that would prevent you from doing a standard walk or a turn tonight. Mental health. Um... Mental health. Yeah, you got mental health problems. See, this is what happens when you put a, a generation of children now going on two generations, three generations on psychoactive frickin' meds to deal with problems that aren't there. Oh, but everybody who takes medicine does it because they're mentally ill. No, they don't. You know, I've said from the very beginning, ADD, attention deficit disorder. You know how you carry ADD, cure ADD? You let kids run around in the, in the, uh, for, for recess. That's what it was there for, idiots. ADD, attention deficit disorder. It's not a disorder to be a child and have an attention deficit. It's natural. I always say that people who can sit and read a book for eight hours, they have another disorder. It's called ASS, attention surplus syndrome. Oh, here she is. She's going to go after the white cop thing. With a, with a white cop. Yeah. Now with your right foot, place it in front of your left in a heel-to-toe touching manner with your arms by your side, just like this, ma'am. Not call me ma'am, please. I'm trying my hardest. Don't you know I'm non-binary? Okay, well. Okay. It means a lot to me. I'm trying my hardest. I don't feel like a man, so. Okay. It's kind of triggering. Right triggering. foot in front of your left. It's triggering. Nope, go back. I'm sorry, but the whole man thing, just like... I apologize. Let's yep, see. If sorry, I'm a man. I have a, I have a penis. We can move sorry. forward from it. You have zero questions? No, but I just want to tell you that I suffer from really bad anxiety, especially uh, with generational trauma and PTSD around white people and cops. Like She's got uh, PTSD around white people and cops. 
Yeah. Remember that? Uh, there was a movie called Raising Arizona way back in the uh, late 80s. And uh, there was this uh, character, and he was, he was always telling Polack jokes. And at the end of the movie, he got him there, and he gets his comeuppance because he gets pulled over by a police officer. And he's making Polack jokes. And the, it was a big deal in the 70s when I was a little boy. Whatever. I don't even understand it. And, and it turns out the cop's named like uh, Kelkowski or something like that. Uh, the final audio clip from the Snowflake. Go ahead and place your hands behind your back. Don't, dude. Don't make don't. it hard. Please. Don't make it hard. No, don't. you're... You're going to get a resistance. Dude, I... Dude! You're going to get a I don't. Don't uh, resist. Don't. Listen to me. Don't resist. Don't. You're being Come a here. white man and... Oh, my God. Don't. I followed all of your shit. Like, I'm an indigenous person. Like, <laughs> you guys. You guys are scaring me. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yes, there is. It's called generational trauma oh my god all of those little buzzwords and catchphrases that her generation had been uh breeded into her and and taught uh you know with her and all of this she whipped it all out she got it all out there and what happened she ended up going to jail there you go welcome to the real world this all started with esteemed garbage years ago everybody gets a trophy and what have we gotten to now and none of it worked in the real world. Yay! Yay! This is pretty interesting. This is a man on the street uh, going out and asking a lot of these, uh, these uh, people like her who uh, didn't know anything about Hamas, didn't know anything about uh, what's going on in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Gaza and, and Israel. They just immediately heard the word colonizer and then said, oh, yeah, that means they're white and they're hateful and awful. So they immediately started supporting uh, Palestine and, and in turn, uh, supporting Hamas. And on this man on the street uh, interview, they were asking some of these little snowflakes about it and then and saying, would you, you know, talking about Hamas and, and then, you know, if you're behind it, whatever, and then explaining what Hamas was all about. And then when they learned, because they had no clue, they had a change of heart. Doing a a quick petition to help Hamas free Palestine. Uh, Okay, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you're in? Easily. I just have to read terms and conditions so you know know what you're signing. Yeah, I got to tell you about what Hamas is all about because you are eager to sign for the pro-Hamas thing here. I want to tell you just so you know. What Hamas is all about. Listen. Being Hamas Spring Palestine, you agree to the following? You agree that every Jew, Christian, and non-Muslim in the world must be slaughtered? I don't know about that one. I don't know. You endorse making homosexuality punishable by jail or death? Oh, no, no. Yeah, but homosexuality punishable by jail or death? Oh, I don't know about that. You don't agree with that? You believe Iran should use Palestinians as puppets to spread radical jihad and destroy the West? No? Nope. I'm glad I read the uh, terms yeah. and agreements. You yeah, see- I'm glad I read that. I see you know exactly what the hell you're doing. Support strict Sharia law, which bans women from showing their knees, hair, playing sports in public, not being able to travel without a man's permission. I'm sorry. Not interested? Oh, okay. Oh, you want weird. a terrorist group that beheads babies and rapes girls to replace only democracy in the middle? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, that, you, are you down with uh, uh, terrorists that uh, beheads babies and, uh, and rapes girls to replace only democracy in the Middle East? Girls to replace only democracy in the Middle East. Not sure that's something I'd support. Not sure that's something I'd support. By sign, I agree with this. Yes. Maybe no. No? Okay. Oh, no. Thank you. I don't support any of these two things that you just read to me, so I won't be able to sign this. Well, there you go. When you learn, rather than shoot your lousy mouth off, 
then you you know. And then listen to this. This is hilarious. So there's this uh, Jewish, I don't know if he's a comedian or whatever, but he uses the name. Are you ready? Sit down for this. This is cool. Kosha Dills. <laughs> Kosha Dills. That would be like a drag queen, uh, 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 a Jewish performer. Kosha Dills. Talking to ignorant children on the street. Where are you guys from? Uh, we're from Youngstown, Ohio. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio. H. I.O. All right. Do you guys think Hamas is a terrorist organization? They are a political organization. Um, certain countries, such as Canada, the U.K., and the United States, recognize them terrorist organizations, but I think that one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. I think one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. That fits on a bumper sticker, and it's also really stupid. I think the biggest terrorist organization is the United States of America. Oh, the biggest terrorist organization is the United States of America. What where she learned that? It's military. Okay. And I think before we start pointing fingers at anybody else, we should really look at ourselves. Oh, I live in New York, so do we live... We live on stolen land here too. Yeah, mostly do. <laughs> it's all a genocide that either was completed. Or People look at me. What's your favorite like Palestinian saying? Like from the river to the sea, Palestine will be. Free. Yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Um, they would use their second citizenship to whatever country they immigrated from, and they would go back. But not everyone in Israel has second citizenship. But everyone came from somebody that came from some heritage outside of the Middle East. Like Yemen? Like Yemen, yes. Yeah, exactly. So Jews Yemen. can go back there? All the Jews can go back to Ethiopia? Not all of the Jews can go back to one specific place. Well, there you go. So he says, what should we do with the Jews? It's, I'll send them to Libya, send them to Yemen. Because they're stupid. They are uh, just rather stupid. And you know why? That's, uh, that's why I, uh, I actually came up with this a couple years ago, actually. Arizona. It's about everything. And Corona. All the things you couldn't say. All the lies about them they've been telling you. That's how you get ignorance like that. How did they win it? Who knew? The freaking Senate. When the votes that they received were very few. Senate! Don't catch the stupid. Don't buy their BS. That climate change is real. Inflation's not. Don't catch the stupid. Hey. Don't believe them. Because distraction and diversion's all they got. We all know that Hurricane Ian was the result of global warming. Russian collusion led to confusion. January 6th is a smokescreen. The new Green Deal is a disguise deal. Like their mandate forcing you to take vaccine. Don't catch the stupid. You just can't do it that in women's sports men should compete that's stupid they're teaching sex ed in kindergarten their destructive policies we must defeat like wear a mask don't wear a mask statues have fallen oh. it's so appalling to ignore hunter's laptop and his theft they did don't catch the stupid reject their nonsense everything is stupid on the We will win. We just have a lot of tribulations to get there. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Voters by wide margins say the gag orders against Donald Trump violate viol, Donald Trump violate his right to free speech. Even Democrats say the 2024 front runner shouldn't be muzzled. 
America's done with this Soviet experiment that's been happening in our country. Uh, the uh, government's chief landlord agency said Wednesday it has identified 23 properties it's going to dispose of because of the pandemic, and nobody's using them anymore. So the GSA said that they uh, they could cut 3.5 million square feet and save a billion dollars over 10 years in cost avoidance by ditching the unused space. They are uh, 23 buildings, including District Columbia, Webster School Building, sprawling Nebraska Avenue complex, uh, the uh, H uh, uh, Homeland Security Department. Uh, they they have a move to a massive complex across the Anacostia, the California, Massachusetts, Missouri, Tennessee. They all have empty buildings. But the FBI wants a brand new building, and the Congress says they need $300 million for it, and Matt Gates says, nope. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. The FBI wants a massive new complex for their Washington, D.C. area-based activities. They want to spend more than $300 million on that complex, though the FBI has an employee base that's about 2.3% of the United States military. Mr. Speaker, they're literally asking for something that is larger than the Pentagon. For the FBI, and so my amendment would disallow any planning, spending, distribution of funds for that purpose. I don't believe that the FBI deserves a massive new headquarters. Why is that, Matt? Why doesn't the FBI deserve anything? The uh, activities inside of Washington, the greater Washington metro area, have really driven a lot of the investigative work we have done. It's not bad folks from the FBI out at some field office in middle America or, or elsewhere in the country. It is the Washington, D.C.-based activities that have pressured other field offices for no good law enforcement reason. It's the D.C.-based entities that have suppressed credible investigative leads into criminal conduct yeah. over the objections of other bureaus and offices. And they've initiated yeah. investigations into American citizens yeah. merely for engaging in constitutionally protected speech. They've attempted to entrap members of the United States. So, uh, you know what? As far as your new building, uh, screw ya. Yeah, there you go. How about that? How about screw ya? There you go. Hey, let's wrap things up with this. A, a gender confusion update. Gender confusion. What is my gender today? Hey, hey. Gender confusion. Hey, hey. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. So, double Olympic champion, middle distance runner, caster. <laughs> the name, sorry, the person's name is caster. Semenya. It's S semen and yeah. I wish I were kidding. Uh, claims to be a woman despite being born with uh, without a uterus and testicles. Here uh, she is uh, talking about uh, just that because she says her testicles make her more of a woman. You know, the medical terms, what they tell me, you know, my testosterone, you know, being born, you know, without the uterus, you know, being born with internal testicles, those don't make me less a woman. Yeah. It's just the differences that I was born That's with. right. Your testicles and I don't. Raised them. Honestly, your testicles uh, make you more of a woman. Boy, that's not what I was taught in uh, middle school. Uh, anyway, this uh, person has decided not to take uh, uh, testosterone reduction and has, has decided to keep it going because um, she has testicles and she's a dude. And uh, they are uh, banning her from some competitions now. But but apparently, testicles make you more of a woman. So if that's the case, then damn, I better put a dress on. Let's uh, take a break, come back, and wrap this up. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, guys. Uh, by the way, Joe Manchin is not running for re-election again. Yay! I'm going to watch track and field. I want to I wanna see this caster semen, yeah. Anyway, guys, have a, uh, have a great day. God bless you. God bless America and Israel. And until tomorrow, which is Friday... Don't catch a stupid. See you then.